Insight meditation is essentially concerned with what it means to be awake, what it means to embody a quality of wakefulness in our life and through the way we meet our experience. And so the instructions and the guidance that we offer in terms of meditation, the forms that we use such as sitting, walking, standing, for some people occasionally lying meditation is what's appropriate and necessary, the different forms that we use are vehicles for exploring, for understanding and for deepening our capacity for being awake, for embodying wakefulness, allowing it to be something expressed through our life, expressed in our life, and ultimately revealed as our life. So the techniques, the tools, the postures, the instructions, the guidance are really to be understood as being in the service of this. And this is something quite simple, something quite immediate. This capacity for wakefulness, for immediacy, for a simple and yet clear conscious, open-hearted knowing of what is right here and right now. So not to get too concerned with trying to learn a lot of technology, with trying to create any particular experiences. Many things will come and pass through our days and time together. And what really of interest is what we can learn through all of this, how we can grow, what will support us in the journey of discovery, the journey of unfoldment of our hearts and our lives. And we begin from this orientation towards being wakeful, Noticing how much of the time we're not, quite simply. How much of our lives we can spend unconsciously. Lost in stories, thoughts, patterns of reactivity, fantasy, imagination, dwelling on the past with nostalgia or regret. Anticipating the future with excitement and hope or fear and anxiety. And all of that activity that goes on to a large extent in the mind, although clearly it also affects our body, affects our heart, all that activity that goes on somehow takes us away or disconnects us from the actuality, the perhaps we could say deeper reality, 
of our life that's always happening right where we are. So you may notice right now, certainly I do, there's a certain coolness in the room. We can just notice that there's coolness in the room and I had a message from one of the coordinators to say that they're um, trying to get the boiler to generate some more heat so it's not intentional that it's this cool and hopefully it'll be a little warmer the next time we come in and in the following mornings. But for now, if it's cool, just letting it be cool. Noticing that we could start thinking about why hasn't it been warmed a bit better? Haven't they been on the job here? Or why am I so irritated by being cold? You know, shouldn't I be more equanimous? We can start telling stories about what's going on. Or we can just notice it and say, oh, it's a little cool. Maybe I need another blanket or maybe I can just be a little cool and it's okay. So likewise with any field of our experience, any aspect of what happens for us as we practice, rather than getting into working out why and who or what is to blame, it's more like, oh, what's possible here? How can I respond to this? And so we've already given the suggestion of bringing the attention primarily to the body as a way of grounding ourselves where we are. The body is always right here. It's a blessing that it offers to us. The body is always happening right now. The mind can go anywhere and sometimes with remarkable speed and enthusiasm disappears into stories, imaginations, fantasies, reactivity. But the body's here. So by bringing the attention to the body, we connect with that sense of being here. We can allow ourselves to know directly that quality of presence, the simple knowing of being here that is present. And so we use the body as a vehicle. And two primary elements of the body we use, or two primary expressions of bodily life, we use as a foundation in the practice. In the sitting meditation, we use the posture of sitting, feeling what that's like, knowing directly how it is to be, what it's like for us to be sitting down. Not by thinking about it or imagining it, but by directly feeling our body, contact with the earth underneath us, the firmness, the quality of uprightness in the torso, a sense of extension, has a quality of alertness to it. And at the same time relaxing, being at ease, allowing things to be, allowing your body to be as it is. And within that sense of the posture of sitting, the expression of the body's activity is breathing. This ongoing rhythm and cycle of breath being drawn in to and released from the body. Sensing how you experience that. Noticing what it's like for you as the breath comes and goes, ebbs and flows, moves and pauses. So just noticing what you 
experience right now in terms of that. Your body sitting here. It can be useful just to feel like the sensations where your buttocks push on the floor, the chair, the bench, the cushion. Or whatever part of you feels most clearly in contact with the floor. Maybe the feet or the knees. Noticing what it's like to bring your attention up through the spine from that sense of the ground, bottom, buttocks on the earth and the pelvis and the spine, just feeling what it's like. Tension moving up through the spine, neck to the crown of the head. So the sense of lifting as if the head were just light on the shoulders. And yet not needing to lift the shoulders, not needing to hold the body tightly or rigidly. So noticing if there's tension. It can sometimes be around the eyes or the jaw and the face. Just invite that to soften without trying to force it to do so. Just being conscious of what's there. And likewise then being conscious of the shoulders, the neck, what that's like, if there's tightness or tension, just allowing there, inviting there to be some softness or releasing, but without trying to make something happen. And so the the chest can be open and the belly soft. allows the breath to move freely and naturally, just as it does in your body. And just as a support for connecting with the breathing, just invite you to take a gently fuller breath and hold it for a moment. Breathing in, holding, breathing out. And again, breathing in fully, consciously, holding and breathing out. Letting the out-breath go all the way out, not rushing it. And once more. And having done so, then allowing the breath to resume its natural movement. Not demanding that it be deep or slow or smooth or any way other than as it is. If you don't have any real clear sense of contact with the breathing in your body, which is anything that you might notice as you breathe in, maybe the air moving into the nostrils, and down the throat, maybe the sense of the chest expanding and falling or the belly rising and then falling and the air moving up through the throat and out of the nostrils. 
or it might just be a sense of the your clothing touching your skin and moving in that contact as you breathe. So any of that and all of that is the experience of breathing. If you don't feel that, if there's and it's sometimes the case that that's not something we're able to sense immediately or initially, it can help or support the process to bring your hand with an open palm gently to the upper abdomen or the, the, the lower centre of the chest. So just on the belly or the chest. If you find that's useful, you're welcome to do that for a little while. If it's useful, it's not required. But just as a way of allowing your attention to anchor more fully with the breathing. Initially, it can feel a bit, for some, a little tentative, making that connection. And this is just to support that. But what's primary here is that intention, that intentionality, a conscious directing of your attention, of this capacity to know your experience, directing that to the experience of breathing. Breathing in, breathing out. And starting to establish a sense of relationship, of connection with the breathing as a place you can rest, you can come home to, you can again and again connect with. And though you'll most likely experience many moments when the mind moves to something else, maybe a thought or an image, maybe sound, sensations or emotions in your body. Just notice what comes, if it comes and draws your attention, and without rushing, but at the same time not lingering there, just coming back to the breathing. For now, keeping it that simple. And if you come to realize at some point that you've been lost, unconsciously thinking about Dwelling in stories, past, future, planning, remembering, whatever. Not to judge yourself, not to feel in any way that that's a failure or something wrong or bad, but just, oh, that's what happens, and begin again. Again, not lingering in that place, but nor needing to somehow escape from it. Just reconnecting directly with where you are, with your body sitting here, with this breath that moves and flows. This breathing that accompanies the journey of our life. From the very first in-breath we take when we are born, when we come into this world, until the last out-breath leaves our body at the time of death. Breathing is a companion in this journey, nourishing our very life and providing a support for mindfulness, for awareness, for presence to be established and deepened. And so in this way we engage with the meditation, being interested in what it is that's happening right here and now, using the body and the breath as the primary reference.
but not making obstacles or problems out of anything else that might arise. Just acknowledging what's here, reconnecting again and again. Just one breath at a time. Just one moment at a time.
remembering to begin again. If you find yourself distracted or disconnected, it's coming back to this breath, this body, sitting, breathing.
for the last two or three minutes of the sitting. Continuing to connect again and again. Being here, body breathing, just as you are. So there's a few things I just want to let you know about the day and then Leela will give some walking instructions. So uh, there's sort of a process of arriving, landing, transitioning that happens as we come in both in body and mind. And really important to go gently with yourself as you do that. 
one of the elements that our body learns or has to relearn if we've learned it before is what it's like to sit relatively still for a period of time and sometimes that's not so easy. With that, the posture is something very central to that and we'll take some time later this morning after the next sitting for anyone who wants to ask questions or to get some further input into their posture, particularly for anyone who's new or maybe not so familiar with sitting in a meditative posture for a period of, you know, the kind of length of time we're doing, sort of 30 to 45 or occasionally a little longer in the sitting um, minutes. And that, so that, that will be something we'll uh, offer later in the morning. It'll be optional for those who wish at the end of the next sitting. We'll also take a little time this afternoon following the guided meditation, at, which begins at 2.30, to just check and see if there's any questions that anyone has that might relate to what you're experiencing or what's happening here and our instructions in that. So again, there'll be a, a place there for those questions that might be arising Beginning tomorrow, we'll be meeting with you in small groups of around eight people, and we'll meet with about half of you tomorrow and the other half of you the next day. So you'll all meet with one of us in the next two, three days, and you'll have a series of group meetings like that, um, meeting both of us, so alternating in the next um, over, over the week. So we'll, we'll meet with all of you in that way. There'll also be opportunities for individual interviews that we'll make available maybe tomorrow or the next day. We'll see what feels appropriate. If there's something that feels like you you need to speak with us about individually, either Leela or myself, we'll be open for that. And just to say and to be clear that if there is something that's happening for you that feels particularly difficult or urgently needing attention, you don't feel you can wait for the group or for the next chance to sign up for an individual interview, you can leave us a note to let us know and we'll find some time when we're able to meet with you. And so just to know that that's there if it's really needed and um, it's not that we're anticipating you'll need that, but it's, it's, it's so. Um, and apart from that, I don't think there's anything else I need to say right now, so I'll... Uh, Actually, volume check. How was the volume this morning? A bit more still wanted? Okay, so uh, someone else thinks it's okay at the back. Well, no, someone else thinks more. Okay. So the Buddha taught meditation practice in a number of different forms. Actually, the different ways that we can exist on this earth, sitting, laying down, standing, and moving about. And it's quite something, this capacity to walk on this earth. We're not trees and plants. And there was a time when we were small, where all our attention and energy and focus went to this one thing, to master the art of walking. And it wasn't so easy, and then it started to happen. Have you seen a child that just learned how to walk? They're beaming with accomplishment. 
and with joy. It's such a thrill. And first, it requires all focus just to take one step. And it's quite wobbly. And it's not about going anywhere. It's just the walking. Just this sense of capacity to walk. And then it becomes something that we get used to. And we don't need to think about it much. Up we go. Off we go. Wherever our intention of getting somewhere leads us. So in walking meditation, we have the opportunity to, in a sense, relearn walking, to return to an immediate and simple and kind of innocent way of walking, of being present with ourselves in the world, in nature, or inside. Noticing what it's like to move the legs and have the feet touch the earth. The sensation of movement. And so, as we begin this walking meditation, and we're going to do walking meditation the coming period now, and you can do it either inside, in the spaces provided for walking meditation, or outside on this lovely day. And in the walking meditation, it's helpful just to find a little spot on the earth, not too big of a distance, and then just walking there, back and forth, going nowhere in particular. And sometimes it's helpful that the walking pace is maybe a near normal habitual walking pace. Sometimes the presence of being and the mindfulness is supported by slowing down and paying great attention to the walking. So you can experiment for yourself and see right now at this time of day for you what's an appropriate pace to bring as much presence into the walking. And so in the sitting meditation, the anchoring for here and now, the object of the meditation is the breath and the posture. And in the walking meditation, then there we are with our body in a standing posture, but we shift the object of the meditation from the breath to the legs and the feet and the movement and the touching, and the lifting and the placing. So I'd like to invite you to stand up gently in this hall and we're going to practice a little bit together before you go out and find your own spot. So you can spread out a bit on the side of your cushion or chair or in front have to improvise a little bit.
of the feet a little bit apart, shoulder width about. Taking a little bit of time to have a sense of standing upright and wakeful, but without tension. Relaxing the belly. And then consciously allowing the center or the location of yourself not to be so much in the head and the eyes. As we walk outside, often our attention gets drawn out to the sounds, to the colors, to the shapes. And all that's there that's lovely. And not to close that off and withdraw, but to gently relax back inside so that the center of your being is actually where your body is. And perhaps as you stand here now, just gently begin to shift your weight from one foot and leg. As if your weight is being poured into that one leg. And gently shifting over to the other leg. Allowing your weight to rest almost entirely on one foot. And again. And as you do this, see if the center of you can flow down into the legs. The head doesn't need to do the walking. Actually, nobody needs to control the walking. It can just happen. And you can notice and be there. Be present to this gentle, simple movement of shifting the weight. Presence in the legs, in the feet. And then just coming back to standing still. And then just perhaps taking 
one or two small steps forward wherever you have some room. Just being present in that one step. Perhaps you can take a step backwards as well. So in the walking meditation, awareness of walking, of movement, touching the earth, lifting and placing. And if you notice yourself spreading out, looking around, getting scattered or bored or not quite feeling in touch with yourself, then just stop and allow the attention to flow downwards. No need for a kind of central command or control, like a lighthouse walking around. Letting the legs do what they know to do, just walking. And so, as I ring the bell, the walking meditation begins... And as the bell rings again, then time to walk back into the hall for sitting practice. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.